Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where parenting is made up and being a dad totally matters. I'm Daryl Hogan, joined in mind, body, and soul by the king of all the daddies, Isaac Locke. What's going Hi. on, buddy? Oh, you know, just uh, just chilling in my basement, talking to you. Not not that you're here, but, you know, over there. No, I'm in my basement. We're both in basements. All those years, yeah, is, like a, years is like a split. Yours is like a... I don't know. Yours is still a full basement, but you have the split stairs in your house, right? Yeah, but how, how does that mean it's not a basement? Well, because like, well, I don't know. I, I feel like depending on like the, the build of your house, like some split levels, they have bigger windows in the basement. Or they're not as yeah. they're not as down deep in the foundation, you know? No, I think I got about uh, four or five feet into the foundation because my windows are my windows are probably... I'm looking at them right now, just estimating that they're probably three feet tall. <laughs> it just so. reminds me of uh, Fubar when you said three or four feet in the foundation. I was like, you see that? That's a double edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Uh, you push her through, rips it in half. Rips it. Um, is, I don't even, I probably said that wrong, but uh, I, you know, okay, we'll, we'll get into this in a second. You just mentioned Fubar. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny. Fubar was obviously for me a huge movie when i was at i don't know when did it come out 2003 2002 so i was probably grade 10 or 11 and it was a huge movie for me at that point and i we me and my buddies we just loved it just thought it was hilarious noticed it was in calgary right so that i loved that part of it yeah and then um, and then definitely enjoyed uh just growing up with terry and diener and then watched it i still enjoy i've seen it many times over the years but i watched it like I think about a year ago, I went to um, uh, Creston and visited Billy, uh, one of my buddies out there who me and him grew up together, obviously watching FUBAR, and we loved that. So we watched it, and Michelle was there, and it was her first time ever watching it. Really? And she was like, what the fuck? This isn't even that good. And we're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and and thinking about it going, well, maybe. If you didn't get it, if you didn't grow up with it, you probably don't see the allure of why it was so good. Well, I don't even know um, that you have to grow up with it because I didn't grow up with it. I only found it when I moved out to Alberta. That was when I first realized the the FUBAR was the FUBAR and it was fil- filmed in Calgary. But I think it just, it's not for everybody. Like some people would think it's the dumbest piece of shit ever made. And it just depends on, I think it just depends on your sense of humor and how you grew up partying, I guess. I don't know. That's true. Well, that's going to segue that, that right there. Hey, you just gave me a segue. Um, but yeah, watching that, how I grew up, um, watching that movie and just other stuff that I watched, I can't wait until my kid is old enough to watch some of this stuff with me, <laughs> and I hope he enjoys it. I'm um, sure he will. Well, but I don't know, right? Like, my brother has been trying. He's got kids that are older. Obviously, we talked to him. He's got his do- oldest daughters in high school, and he try- He has tried many, many things, and only certain things stuck. Like they enjoy certain movies, certain books from from the or not not to say the books, but some music, certain movies, whatever, from my brother's childhood, and I, obviously my childhood as well. Uh, but there's other stuff that just doesn't doesn't resonate, and I I wonder what will be the case. Like I don't know. I think of sorry to talk about Billy again, but I think of him and 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 his dad, and uh, his dad would always be like, "Oh, you're not, you don't like." You you're not gonna like the the music the metal music you're listening to now when you're older, and uh, you need to get into this old stuff and trying to get Billy to enjoy stuff like I don't know classic rock albums and and hits and whatever, and it just didn't quite resonate with Billy at the time. Probably does more now, but even that like my dad showing me movies from like Mash. He loves Mash. Always loved it. I never resonated with me didn't quite click there's other stuff that i enjoy that was from that era but i don't know sorry kind of went on a tangent there <laughs> no i get it and i i, I i'm picking up what you're throwing down i uh it was the same with my dad like my dad he he was big into like well for one for example like egyptian history he really liked egyptian history and and uh i think we touched on that in one of the episodes but he uh yeah he was big into that he was big into you know, certain classic rock. There was some of it that I, that like you said, resonated with me, but some of it didn't. Um, 
CCR. That was one of the big ones that I loved from music bands that he listened to. Uh, Queen. He got me on Queen at a very young age. Great band. Um, but yeah, there's just, you know there's I, other things like he listened to he listened to a fair amount of country, and I didn't really start listening to any country at all until I don't know maybe like a year ago. Now I listen to country once in a while and I enjoy it. Yeah. No, I well the same thing. I didn't. I didn't listen to much of the stuff, even when my parents showed me things when I was a teenager or a young or, you know, a preteen or whatever. What are they called? Tween? A tween? 11-teen-year-old? Um, ele- yeah, one, one of those. When I was when I was that age, I didn't want to do anything my parents did. And looking back now, excuse me, sorry. Uh, looking back now, I can obviously, I appreciate a lot more of the stuff that they tried to show me than I did at the time. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. So today... Today we're 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 going to be talking about uh, you know uh, kids and parents and all that fun stuff. But first, before we do that, I, there's a little bit of housekeeping here um, <laughs> that we got to talk about. Yeah. Now, I, you might not even have the same things that I did, but I, I just first I wanted to say it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. We have sure. no guests today, and I'm stoked just to talk to you again. Yeah. My be- my best buddy. You know, just gonna have a little a bullshit, lot. a little bullshit sesh, a little a little session. So last week. Uh, a couple things I wanted to bring up. Um, the first thing, when at the beginning, when we were talking with your brother, we were talking about booze. And we talked about, you know, barrels and glass and what kind of thing. Roger. Uh, aging. And who, so, and, and the, the equivalent of a, of a. Uh, and a sommelier. Yeah. A sommelier. Yeah. I learned about that too. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, for, first was the aging and wine does age in the glass bottle. Whereas I think it was you or Jed who said that's because that's because wine ferments, right? Yeah. So the and longer then, the wine sits, the longer it takes on you know age. I don't know age 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 things it ages <laughs> whatever. But for it's like a time capsule when put it in a glass bottle for like hard liquors. So yeah. just like you said, that's what I said. Yeah, got, yeah. I think you said time capsule exactly. So it was mm-hmm. pretty cool when when I read that today. However, you got to keep it out of the sun. I don't think my jack is going to be that good because it was probably in the sun because it was on a shelf. I remember that, especially in that house you lived down in Center Street. It was up on top of like the, you guys are in a basement suite, right? Oh my God. Your dogs are going nuts. My one dog, she's just going hard on the empty bowl. She's finished her dinner and she just likes to lick and lick and lick. (laughs) There's nothing I can do about it. I apologize. Uh, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, no, I had it sitting on my TV shelf, which was right at the windows, like window level. I actually, so. I did know that because I, my wife bought me, I think we, before we were married, she bought me a decanter and a fancy bottle of scotch. And I put the bottle of scotch in the decanter, which for those that don't know, decanter is just like a gla- fancy glass receptacle for It's supposed to aerate liquids whiskeys. as you... I don't think it's aerated. Like it doesn't. Oh, it's not a wine decanter. It's specifically no. made for. Oh, I didn't know that there was differences. I think it's called a decanter. Anyways, it's yeah, it's a glass, basically a glass receptacle for your drink, whatever. And it just that's what you serve it in instead of serving it out of the bottle. Um, but that's one thing I researched right away was um, having you having said that reminded me. Um, it just says once you've put it in there, like it doesn't, it will degrade like your flavor will degrade faster than it being in a, in its corked or sealed bottle. Um, but it not as fast as if it sits in the sun. So if it is exposed to sun or extreme temperature changes too much, then it will degrade faster. Yeah. Jack Daniels isn't that good anyway. So I'm not too concerned about my bottle of Jack. I honestly um, couldn't even tell you the last time I had Jack Daniels, like actually bought a bottle of Jack Daniels that it's been an extremely long time. I think that bottle of Jack Daniels is the last bottle of Jack Daniels I ever bought. That's fair. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. I just, How old is it now? Yeah. I got it on my first honeymoon, so 2007 Holy shit. is when I bought it. Yeah. So, oh, no. I guess spring 2008. Yeah. Crazy. It's been around. It's been It's been in my life for so long. It's a, well, uh, when, it's whenever you do decide to open it, if you ever decide to open it, I want to be there to partake. Okay, we'll we'll try to. I said I was going to do it when I bought my first house. I bought my first house. Definitely didn't crack it there. Um, I said I would crack it when I had a kid. Definitely didn't do it there. So maybe <laughs> I'll do it when my kid, when my youngest kid turns eighteen. And, there you uh, go. 
yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Maybe the kids will crack it open when they're having a house party someday. <laughs> well, no, they can't do that because then dad will find out. It has to be oh, open yeah. already. Then they can yeah, it's water not, it down. It's not cracked, we'll, but we'll see. We'll see if they empty it. Maybe they'll have ways to, to uh, put the plastic back together. I did that once. I stole some crown from my dad. I just poured some crown into a wall. I think I poured it into a fucking water bottle, an empty water bottle, and just tried to like, like I took, I don't know, maybe like a regular size just you know um whatever water bottle plastic water bottle um maybe half full so not too too much and then i just put like a little bit of water back into his uh crown row which he probably didn't notice and that's, that's we took it camping and we didn't bring any mix or anything so me and my buddy that i went camping with we were like trying to sip on this crown royal out of a water bottle and it was fucking terrible disgusting <laughs> yeah it's terrible yeah. especially funny, being michelle maybe 16 at the time Oh well, yeah. I was gonna say Michelle when she was like fourteen or fifteen. Um, my wife, great, 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 great teenager. Um, <laughs> three she, greats. <laughs> three great greats. Uh, she, I, I think, I think it was when she was like fourteen or fifteen. She took a bottle of vodka at her parents' house, drank it, the whole thing. I, I don't know. Might have been over a couple of days. Her parents don't drink vodka. They'd had it for when guests would come over. Um, and so. It went, she filled it back up with water, put it back. And then I think it was like when Michelle was in her early 20s at a, a family dinner, one of her neighbors was over and was like, oh, do you guys have any vodka? And they're like, yeah. And they grabbed some of the vodka and made a drink and went, this is definitely not vodka. And it, it, she got away with it years later. It was it was when they found out. So, you know, sometimes that shit works. That's doesn't, funny. doesn't work all the time. Uh, the other thing from last week, uh, I got two more. One one was the sommelier thing. So there's technically a sommelier is like when you when you, when I googled it, it is someone who is an expert at wine. But there are other types of sommeliers now. It's kind of branched out. There's fucking water sommeliers, sake really. sommeliers, whiskey sommeliers. Yeah, the only one that's actually has a title is a beer sommelier, which is called a cicerone. Oh, wow. And there's like five levels of it. You start from being a beer server to being like, a, I can't, I didn't, I didn't write it down, but a Cicerone, like level one, level two, and then level three and four. And the last one's called a master Cicerone. And there's only 18 master Cicerones on earth alive right now. Really? Who are like pure experts at beer. Just now, fun that, fact for everyone. Is is that like out of, out of like. D- demand like there's not a demand for for master cicerones or is that just <laughs> that it's extremely hard to become a master cicerone i think it's both and as well it's the same thing as like if you're ever into project management like sorry i know it's a kind of a branch but this this will make sense in a sec if you're doing if you do project management and of some kind generally you have to get your designation that you are a uh, i think it's a pro- pmp project management professional so you get that designation, but you have to do it through certain courses. The To be a master Cicerone, there's only one organization based in the States that gives you that designation. Of course, so the I'm pretty States sure you, made a, of of course, course, the States you, have to make the master Cicerones. Well, it's a capitalist market, right? The, is someone going to pay for it? Probably. So they do it. So I'm assuming it's probably A, expensive, B, takes a lot to get there, and C, like you said, probably super fucking hard to do or or there's probably so many hoops you have to jump through and it's probably a what's it called like a, a an old boys club or whatever right so yeah anyway for sure. i just when i read that today i thought that was pretty cool so yeah you learn something new so, every day man so master cicerone life goal right on the list <laughs> you're gonna do that that's your goal well i mean actually i don't even drink really i don't really drink much beer anymore so maybe not yeah, because it's like it's the same as a smallie pairing with foods and shit, um, and whatever else you can pair it with different flavors. And like, I don't know. and like, what do you hefeweizens? Yeah, summer hefeweizen. What and what do you do? Like, once you're a master cicerone and you're like, what do you do? What do you do? You go around being just like super pretentious, being like, such That's a not the right beer for not... that dinner, fella. <laughs> yeah, just walking around like. Bro, I wouldn't pair that cheeseburger with that fucking half of ice in there. I would yeah. uh, pair it with this nice whit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I don't know. Like, yeah, of course they guaranteed they're fucking snobby assholes, for sure. Probably. There's yeah. only 18 on Earth. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, hoity-toity group. I shouldn't say definitely. Maybe there is a super cool dude on there, a super cool lady on there who's just like, yeah, I just like beer and I just understand it. But yeah, they're probably very pretentious. Well, it's and what like, do they do? It's like being a movie snob, right? And I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say I'm a movie <laughs> snob, but. I know people I, I've come across, I've crossed paths with people who are movie snobs where like you say, Oh, I love that movie. And then they just judge you on it. And it's like, well, for me personally, like, I think if you like, if you like a movie and you have legitimate reasons for liking that movie, great. I mean, obviously there's exceptions to that. Like if you like certain movies, then I think you're dumb. Does that make me a movie snob? Maybe it does. No, that uh, makes you an opinionated asshole. There's a difference. Well, because, because you're obviously not that. a movie snob. You like the family stone. So, um, hey, get over it, Daryl. That's a great <laughs> flick. It's actually not bad. It's not horrible. But there you go. No, no. I was talking. It's funny. Michelle and I listened to last week's episode, and then I we we were talking about it, and uh, like it's nice that we're not like we're we're opinionated, but we're not we're not snobs. And obviously, we don't know that much about movies. We can talk like we do, but then you listen to real movie snobs or critics or. Uh, journalists that that do movies or even like movie professional movie podcasters and stuff and fuck, mm. we know nothing right yeah com- like, compared to them for sure i know i love so. i love people i've actually seen like people's and i'm not i don't think i have any i don't think i have any friends that have this on their profile i don't remember where i saw it i saw somebody on instagram one time maybe twice their instagram in their instagram bio it, it says cinephile like self-proclaimed cinephile. And I'm like, do you, that, yeah, I think I've seen that before. Like, does I, that just mean, does that just mean like movie nerd? Or is that, is that somebody that's like, I don't know. What would somebody that says that they say they call themselves a cinephile? Would you, would you say that there's somebody that is a movie snob or just obsessed with movies? I've called myself a cinephile, you know, in conversation with other people who enjoy movies, I've said, Oh, I'm a cinephile. Or I've had a couple buddies that I've met over the years say, yeah, I'm a cinephile. I enjoy I enjoy movies, but to put it as your, like your your Instagram or Facebook bio, <laughs> yeah, I think that puts you in a whole different level. I don't um, know. I'm I'm like the opposite of of I don't even have any. I don't think I even have anything on my Instagram bio. So it uh, clearly it's not important to me. So maybe I'm just being overly overly critical. Yeah, well, it's fun to be critical of other people because everyone's entitled to our opinion, bud. <laughs> yeah, you can unlisten or you can not listen to the podcast. How about that? Don't hey, 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 hey. Don't say that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna offend anybody. There's not that many our, ears on here. Actually, that's not our, true. We've had some people for, we've had some international listeners in the in the last couple months here, so Yeah, there we go. We're we're growing up. Oh yeah. Um right we're up. growing up in the world of podcast. This is episode twenty. Holy shnikes. Two decades that's, we've been doing this. No, that, again, I think you said that at episode 10. That's <laughs> definitely not true. Um, it's It's been a few months. That's it. But but we've been consistent. We haven't missed a Friday yet. And, that's true. Uh, and that's, that's something I think we can be proud of. We haven't quit, and uh, and I don't think we want to anytime soon. So Nah, nah, we won't do that. So, it's, that's 20 weeks. We've been doing this for 20 weeks. That is a fact. Yes, there yes. you go. Yeah, so episode 52 will be next year, and that'll be our one-year anniversary. Boom. So we'll get a hotel. Unless unless we start doing more episodes per week, unless we double up. Or 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 we have some special some special episodes. We'll see. Let's see how let's see where the world goes here in the next little while. Mm-hmm. I know uh I know my life's gonna get busier as summer rolls on. Work is always busier in the summer, and then you know, having a another kid on the way definitely slows things down for us. But there- there it is. Have you said that yet? Have you announced no, on the podcast you're having another no, I ha- baby? I have. I have today, but uh, but it'll be. Uh, it's not like I'm. It's not like <laughs> I have that many people that know <laughs> Michelle that listen to this. So that's we're good. True. I think we're solid on that. And I think I think we're 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 fine. So that's what we wanted to talk about today. Um, being a dad. Some, being a dad. So I have some things that I know you are not there yet. Uh, your kid is what two this week. On the ninth, yeah, right. So yeah, a, a week away. Yeah. Well, that's eight days away. Sorry, I was close. Um, but yeah, he turns two right away. So you, there's some stuff that you haven't got to yet, 
that I'm excited for when you do, so you can feel my pain. Um, <laughs> but uh, I Elaborate. also, I, well, I will, I will. But I also there's there's stuff back even when when my kid was that age that it's kind of hard to believe how far and how fast they grow. So your your son is two years old. Is it not crazy to you? This is what I find. So this is my definition of being a dad. Or not definition, but this is just what I find to be the coolest part is watching a kid grow up and get a personality and start to be um, a human, I guess is the best way of putting it. Start to be a, an individual with a personality who has interaction with other people. Um, obviously, my kid got to spend four years of his life not in a pandemic. So that's one thing that's kind of shitty for, for your son. But yes and but, no, I think that it's, it's something that he doesn't know anything otherwise yet. So I think that once true life goes back to normal, it'll be a breath of fresh air and he'll, he'll be like, Oh my goodness, I get to do all these new things. It's going to be so fun. And let's be honest, you know, we're all sick of the rules and regulations. So very much so. You know, don't don't always follow along with them. I did yeah. quarantine for two full weeks. Like I did that legitimately. I didn't go out anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that was you know I follow that side of things. I have seen some family. I've seen some people who don't live in my house because we even today they reiterated that technically we are in the same lockdown right now that we were in before Christmas. That except mm-hmm. restaurants are open. That's the only difference. Yep. So it's it's kind of fucked that Alberta still in that situation but ontario today shut down for a whole month yeah they started they're shutting down as of midnight for four weeks yeah just shut her down i i and it was nice that i was worried that that the old uh kenny boy today was going to say something like that but well no he said just stay home bc and ontario are getting hit harder right now anyways yeah but bc uh, just had their highest uh their highest daily uh, new case, whatever. Yesterday, like a thousand yeah. cases or something. And it's one day. and it's mo- like ninety five percent of it is in the Lower Mainland and the island. Yeah. So there isn't even that much in the Okanagan, which is where, unfortunately, all the Albertans still go. Um, yeah. But whatever. Well, we go, I guess, all over the interior. But that's beside the point. So, yeah, I was just saying, like, my favorite part of watching a kid grow is watching their personality. Have you have you really started to notice that? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Sully's. You, I think my kid's ahead of the game a little bit with with regards to uh, turning into a toddler. Like he's he's got a very very diverse vocabulary already. He's putting full sentences together, and he's learned months ago how he can say no to things and uh, be tricky and try to you know he he's already learned our tricks for if we're trying to get him to go to bed or trying to get him wind down uh, wound down for bed he's uh he sees the signs and he he likes to push the push the envelope with a lot of stuff already and he's not even turned two yet so it's yeah. fun it's definitely frustrating sometimes but it's it's a lot of fun man it's it's oh, it's, it's really cool seeing him seeing him uh figure stuff out you know like really figure out oh this does that i think actually the coolest the coolest thing i've been noticing now is when he's playing on it like when he's playing independently and he's just doing his thing playing with his toys He'll have like two or three toys or more sometimes, whatever it is. He'll play with his cars and he'll have, he'll be like off in the corner and he'll, you know, or by the window and he's got all his cars lined up and he'll organize his cars by like size or by type of car or whatever. And he'll, and then he'll like, it's almost like he has like a a story going on in his head, why they're separated or why they're being organized. And then suddenly they all collide and, and he's smashing his cars together and he's got this whole thing going on and he's kind of talking to himself and it's it's super entertaining to watch oh and that that only gets better with time like i same thing going back to well i think every parent thinks their kid is the smartest fucking kid on earth and every other kids every other parent does it wrong too um <laughs> that's, that's just especially uh, you my wife's a preschool teacher so hearing about how some uh, she gets to hear from the kids who are you know three and four and five talk about different kind of ways of doing parents and then sometimes she doesn't really badmouth the other parents but sometimes she'll be like well i heard one kid was saying that their parent did this or or whatever um both good and bad but it's so funny to hear how other people do it and to see how other people do things and and you know when you haven't again you haven't really got to experience this um with your son but like even a couple years ago when marshall was like two or three or four 
going to play places and stuff. And again, seeing other parents and watching how they do things and and uh, judging, fucking judge. I sit there and just judge other parents for their kids. And I know people are doing the same to me, and I know that that's just how it is. Everyone's perfect in their own world, right? Um, but back to what you were saying, it was fun watching the same thing, watching uh, Marshall do the same thing with like blocks or separate the colors or stack things or put things in a weird order. And, and just like you said, having like a little story going on in their head, like, oh, this block is going here because this is a castle and whatever. And uh, it's kind of fun. I can't wait for you to be able to experience as he continues with that because Marsh is five now and he's now he's building the blocks and putting and hiding things inside of them or playing with the Legos in a certain way or 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 setting things up like for he builds marble. He watched for side note. We go. We uh, wait. No, I did definitely didn't go to my dad's last week. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but we did went to my dad's last weekend. Marshall hasn't seen his grandpa in a long time. So we went, my dad got the vaccine. So we feel okay about it. Um, he's old, so he's allowed. Um, we went <laughs> shout there, shout out shout to out Kevin to Kev. Hogan. There you go. Uh, so we went there and my dad watches, he watches some YouTube shows. One of which it's like, it's a genius. The, the guy who created it is fucking smart. Um, but it's, it's marble racing but like the guy builds these sweet tracks and launches the marbles and does like full grand prix and full seasons where marbles have certain teams like you know there's the hazy ones or there's the metal ones or there's the black ones or the blue ones and they have a team and you know there's the crazy cat's eyes because you know there's cat eye marbles and and they have a whole like there's a racing season and every week there's a new race that comes out and the guy Anyway, so the guy makes tracks with marbles. Marshall loves it. So he watched it with my dad. We came home, and the next day, Marshall took his Hot Wheel tracks, built himself a track, put, and then started putting marbles on it and was like, can you please make a video for it and send it to Grandpa? So we made some videos and sent it to Grandpa of Marshall building, of launching his, his marbles down the Hot Wheels track and, and like nice. announcing who the winner is and stuff. So, nice. yeah, basically from what you were saying, watching watching your kid set things up and have little stories grows into trying new things and creating new things. And it's, it's really cool to watch how that, how that happens. Yeah, man. It's so, fun. Yeah. I don't know. I got stoked about that. Um, the other stuff I was, I mentioned earlier about, uh, there's some stuff that I can't wait till you get to experience. I had a deep conversation with my dad and I talked to my brother about it too. Um, about something that happened repeatedly over the last couple of weeks. So it's been super nice out. Well, except for, you know, the snowstorm the other day, but uh, and the wind. it's been su- Holy shit. in the wind. Yeah. No doubt today again, I'm fucking over the wind, man. The last two days, <laughs> it's been ridiculous. Like I had to go take my awning down off my pergola out in the back on the back deck. Cause it was freaking half ripped off this afternoon. Just brutal. Yeah, it was, well, what was it Monday? There was vehicles in the ditch, like trucks flipped over in the ditch all over from the storm. Yep. Yep. I don't think you, yeah, you probably didn't get to see it because you were stuck at home, but <laughs> it's, well, uh, I have, I have a phone. <laughs> true. True. There you go. Uh, anyway. Um, so I talked to them because before this week, kind of sh- the, the weather, Marshall was going to the park all the time. We have a park across the street at five. You know, we could tell sometimes parents are like, why is there a kid at the park by themselves? And then we're sitting on our deck and we're like, Oh, don't worry. We're right here. Um, but watching him go, and he, he'll go when the park's empty, and then a kid shows up. And the kids are probably 8, 9, 10 years old, and Marshall's 5, and he just wants to play with whoever's there. And he introduces himself, and he goes and tries to play with them. And it is heartbreaking, heartwarming, and embarrassing all at the same time. And what I mean is is some kids are just like, they ignore him because he's a 5. He's Excuse Bless me. you. <laughs> they ignore him because he's he's a five-year-old yeah. and they don't want to like you think back think back to when you were like eight or nine years old if a oh, totally five-year-old get. kid totally you'd be it. like fuck off kid you know yeah. go kick rocks um and then some people let him let him like a, sitting on the patio listening to his conversation probably same thing a, a group of girls that age who are generally it seems a lot nicer than boys at that age 
Um, again, this is just my observation. Shout out but, to girls, right? Shout out to ten year old girls being kind to kids. Um, I think it's I think it's like a maternal instinct that kicks in at a younger age. They're more caring. I I could be wrong. I'm not a biologist or a scientist, but who knows? Um, but yeah, it's watching... like my 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 son's uh, closest closest co- uh, female cousin, his uh, sailor. She yeah. uh, every time that they get together, she always wants to uh, you know help him play with things or show him things or get him to play with xyz with her and she can show him you know how to how to do this or how to do that she's very uh she's very good with him well and she's lucky lucky too on that front is that i think she's got what three younger siblings so she's had that she's got that teaching bug two two she's the second second oh she is the second you're right you're right but she's got two little two little brothers um so but watching him with those girls at the park and they're being kind to him and they're not being mean at all and they're giving him the time, but him just talk about Mario. He loves Mario. And I can just hear him from across the street talking about me and my daddy play Mario. And we do this and we do that. And it's just, I'm sitting there shaking my head, just cringing, just feeling it's <laughs> so awkward. Like, just shut up. They don't care or whatever. I would never say it to him. So I asked my dad. I, I was sitting on the patio listening to this. So I called my dad and I said, is this normal that... I'm embarrassed at the actions of my kid. I'm not going to go do anything about it, but I'm embarrassed by it. And he said, oh, I embarrassed the shit out of my dad all the time. (laughs) Things I would say, things I would do if I was acting up in multiple different ways. There's a point where it stops. My dad said this and I appreciated it. He said, there's a point where it stops being cute and it starts being embarrassing. And I think it's around four or five years old. (laughs) So, because before that, your kid's cute. They're a little kid, but at some point you kind of expect that kid to smarten up. It, I mean that in a good way, but like, I don't know, be a bit more cognizant of the fact that, that, uh, that you are being embarrassing or you're embarrassing yourself. Don't get me wrong. I know that Marshall has no idea and he, and it doesn't bother him and he's not embarrassed by it. I just, I, for me watching it, I just cringe and, I don't know. Hope it doesn't make me a horrible father, but no. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things you got to let them do their thing and, and form, form their own personalities. Right. Cause you can't, you can't make them be a certain way, obviously. Right. No. And that's why I'm also like, go to the park, play on his own. Like even some days, like you said, it all, there's days where it's kind of sad where he goes up to a group of kids and asks if they want to play and they don't, or they go do something else. And then, he kind of just sits off the side and starts crying and then Michelle wants to run over or I want to run over. But then we both kind of go, no, he needs to fucking figure this out on his own too. Because part of being a kid is you have to learn how to deal with happiness, sadness, anger, all the emotions. Everyone has to deal with emotions. And, uh, and you know, we're obviously there for him if he, if he needs us, but if he can figure it out on his own, that's even better. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's fun letting him kind of go and having him be a bit older. Um, and I'm excited for when you have that opportunity. Cause I know you have a park right, right down the right, basically behind your backyard. Yeah. We can uh, see it. We can see right? it from our back deck. Exactly. So, you know, when he's five, six, seven years old, there might be that opportunity, especially if there's another kid in the neighborhood that's there that can, that he becomes friends with. And that's one thing that's, that's killer about our neighborhood that we love about it is that there's so many kids in our neighborhood that are, a little bit older and there's some that are close to his age and, and when they get to that age where they can go out and play, I think they're going to make, he's going to make lots of friends. And on top of that, we're also fortunate that he has, my kids got four cousins in Airdrie that are like eight minute, an eight minute drive away. He's got his grandparents on my wife's side in Airdrie. Um, and then so obviously got you guys, you guys are only about a 15 minute drive away, 20 yeah. minute drive away. So yeah. he's got plenty of, of family that's going to be close by and, and, you know, you're having number two soon. That's not going to be too, too much younger than Sully. And yeah, yeah no, it's going to be, it's going to be good. And, that, and that's kind of the fun part. So even like you said, going with neighborhood kids, Marshall has, um, Michelle did a day home before she got her job, her new job. And uh, she really, well, she really only had, I shouldn't say day home. She had one kid uh, that she watched almost full time, but he's four years older, three years older than Marsh. 
and uh, he's in grade two, I think, right now, or grade three. I don't know. It's something like that. Whatever. Um, but he, ever since we stopped, he'll still have days where he will meet Marshall at the park. So back in the past, Michelle would call his mom or his mom would call Michelle and be like, okay, he's going to go to the park, send Marshall over, whatever the case is. But now, and I've noticed it, especially in the last couple of weeks, he will actually come and knock on my door and be like, is Marshall around to come play? And I'm like, fuck yeah. This like is back awesome. Back in the day. That was like how we he, grew up. Yeah. He, he just walks up to the door. Can he come out and play? And almost every time it's like, yes, well, he'll be out in a minute. We'll get him dressed or whatever if he's home. So it's really, I like, I, I like that. It, it gives me hope for the future that it's not all, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but it gives me a little bit of hope that, that kids still have the freedom to go, you know, yeah. go around it's not and all play tech, it's, not all, it's not all texting and, and, and video games all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Remember when we used to, we used to, uh, us growing up at our, our age anyways. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. Growing up when, you know, in our, oh, fuck, what am I trying to say? When we when, were young. When we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> um, when we were children, uh, there was no, like, I didn't even have internet or cable TV. So when I wanted to do anything, it was go up the street to my friend's house, knock on the door, see if it's, if he's there, wanted to go play, wanted to play some street hockey or wanted to play Hunter. We talked about Hunter and how it's just basically tag. Um, or, you know, pick up the phone and dial up one of your friends. You memorized all your friends' phone numbers and just call them up and say, hey, oh, you can so-and-so and you, come out and play or whatever. I got taught very young that I have to ask, may I please speak with yeah. X, Y, or Z? It yeah. wasn't, is this person there? I was, my, my parents, if they heard me, they'd be my like, mom was no, no, no. My mom was yeah. the same. May I please may I please speak with so and so? Yeah. May I please speak with Willie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was I, I just say Willie because he was the kid who lived just up the road and I called him probably most. Um Ross, yeah. You'd have and then you'd have to bike across town to get to their house cuz your parents wouldn't always drive you. Right? Not like exactly. 6, 7, 8 years old, they had to bike across town and I love it. I see cuz of the parks across the street. I get to see that. And and I also get to see the eleven year old badass kids. Like I'm sitting in my kitchen doing dishes at at seven thirty at night, and my windows open, so I can hear them. Ah, oh, fuck, man! Oh, fuck that, man! Oh, that's just shitty. And it's just so it's it's I I kind of love it because I'm like, there's no kids around, there's no little kids around, and and I I just kind of love watching the kids grow up and find their voices, and and you know. Seeing a little, I don't know why it's funny for me to see little kids swearing, but I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> Dude. So two things. One on that vein, um, we were at the park not too long ago with Sully, me and me and wife. And, uh, there were some older kids on the, on the playground and, and Sully wanted to go down the slide. So we just told Sully, we're like, yeah, just go climb up, go climb up and come down the slide. So he goes and climbs up and he's very cautious. He's trying to stay out of the way of the big kids and, uh, the bigger kids that were there were probably, I don't know, anywhere from eight to 12 maybe and i'm hearing them like they didn't care that me and amanda were there and they were a couple of them were swearing up a storm and i just thought it was funny um <laughs> but uh one of the funniest things like realizing how sully is like cop like copying and and mimicking and and um using the words that we use around the house all the time now so we have to be so careful with what we say and one day yeah and you guys are bad for that too well, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, Amanda's you're, good. I'm you're, pretty You're probably getting better now, but you were, I remember yeah. when, even when we would come over, when, when Sully was just a baby and you guys would be like, you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. I mean, uh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one night Amanda was working late, so I was just doing bedtime and I think I came out of the, of, uh, or came upstairs to get him settled down for bed and I, and I'm we're walking towards his bedroom and I like stub my toe on a, on a toy or something and, or something happened. I can't remember what it was, but my in, instant reaction was fucking toy or fucking whatever. And immediately Sully is like fucking. And it was like, <laughs> I had such a hard time not laughing. Like I just completely ignored it and didn't react to it at all. Cause I didn't want oh. him to like pinpoint that word as something that got a reaction out of me. But then like a week later, I swear to God, like a week later, something similar happened where he and I were going to his room to get him ready for bed or get him ready for a nap or whatever. And 
one of the dogs like irritated me or something or something happened that I got frustrated and I didn't swear. I just kind of like reacted like, and Sully right away. Sully was like, fucking, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh no, he hasn't said Uh, it since, but yeah, it's tough. I'm no expert. I'm the first to say I am not, I'm not that guy. I'm not, uh, I'm not a parenting expert by any means, but we've done some things right with our son that I can be proud of. One of which is, is learning language and swearing and that kind of stuff. So I have similar stories. We were driving, uh, when we still lived in Kelowna. So Marshall would have been under three, I think. Um, we were driving home from the store or something and some lady kind of swerved in front of us and was driving like an idiot. And Michelle just, pardon my French here. Sorry, sorry to, to any moms listening out there, but Michelle's just like, what a cunt. And then from the back seat, immediately Marshall just cunt, 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 like said it like six times. And we were just like, Oh my goodness. And in my opinion, that's like the granddaddy of swear words. Oh yeah. It's, it's my favorite word though. It it's definitely it's the so one where like you have, like, I don't really have a filter. Like when I'm I just had around to preface- my friends and stuff. I prefaced and before I said it, sorry to all the mums out there. I just, you know, it's not a, I know a lot of people don't like that word, but what's funny is that he said it. And then what we did with it is immediately start to say other words that kind of sounded like it. And then he switched. So I, I can't remember exactly what we did, whether we, we did bunt and then bat and then just changed it to something else like baseball bat. And then eventually within a minute, he was saying a completely different word. Um, or if, or if we just immediately just said cup or whatever it was that we did, but we got him switched into another word immediately. We've never heard him say that again. Um, that's good. That's good. But since then, like he, obviously he's heard us swear. He's heard other people swear, but we've taught that there are children's or child words. There are teenage words and there are adult words and he's very cognizant of it. He gets it. He, he, he embraces it. In fact, where. When, like, he'll repeat them and tell us not to say them. Like, Michelle will do stub her toe and say, shit. And then Marshall will say, mommy, don't say shit. Say sugar plums. And, <laughs> you know, he'll he'll correct her and try to tell her not to swear. And uh, and even, like, our teenage words are things like stupid and dumb and, like, bitch and ass and things like that. Where, you know, you could probably say them as a teenager, but they're still not appropriate for you to say them. I feel like bitch is a... Uh... Which is a stretch for a, I mean, it's not a bad word and they've said it in shows for years and years and years, but it can be, it can, it's a slippery slope with bitch. Cause then it turns into like, you know, a kid calling somebody a bitch, like mom or dad. <laughs> no, it's a different, it's a hundred percent. But, but it's also, it's what I, what I've, what we've, I found, I guess found success in is that he understands that they're all words. And if he uses them, he's not to use them at school. He's not to use them around other parents or other kids. And if he ever uses them at home, that they're used in a proper context. And it's been, so far, knock on wood, he's only five. But uh, so far, so good. He gets it. He understands that there are certain words for certain times. And same thing. We're watching, we watch TV shows or movies that especially watch some 90s kids movies. And they say shit and damn and ass all the time. And it's like okay, well, he's going to hear them on there. So it's, it's, we, we've been really good at, uh, I guess, focusing his swearing into a certain, uh, into understanding what the words are. So I love it because he'll tell us, don't say that. Don't say that word. Use this word instead. So it's kind of funny. Nice. But, Real good. Yeah. I think I I'm, know. I think I've, I've gotten pretty good at not swearing around my kid. So it's, uh, Luckily, it, it happened at the right time because he's, like I said, he's he's his vocabulary is very good. So he picks up on words and he's very, he's capable of pronouncing a lot of words very well. So it's hard not to laugh when he says things he's not supposed to, but. Well, know. the other thing I, I've done is I'm trying not to do what my mother did, um, but we will, uh, we will listen to, if he, if we think he says a swear, we will ask him to repeat it. What did, what did you just say? And then if he repeats it and we still don't get it, what do you mean by that? So we try to get out what he means. Something sounds like he's saying something super bad, but he's not obviously not swearing. We're not doing it on purpose. Um, So then we kind of talk through it, figure out exactly what he's meaning, and then we repeat it the proper way. So 
I can't even think of an example right now, but um, I know what you're saying. Let's say he was trying to say ship, the ship, the boat, or whatever. You know, the ship on the ocean, and he, and we hear it, and we're like, "What was that?" He's like, "He's like shit." And we say, "No, no. What? What did you say? What do you mean? I'm talking about the ship on the boat on the ocean." And then you get it. Um, yeah. My mom, when I was younger, I remember one time specifically, and I reminded her about this a while ago, and and uh, she kind of was just like. No, I didn't do that. It's like, yes, you did. Um, Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Story. Ninja Turtles had a bad guy called Shredder, and the turtles would call him Shredhead. So I said one time, I can't remember what the context was, but I said Shredhead. I'm going to get you Shredhead, or that guy's a Shredhead. My mom didn't even give me a chance. I had a bar of soap in my mouth being dragged across my teeth. Because you thought she, or she thought she you thought said thought I said shit Exactly. And I, and I didn't say shithead, and that was the worst part, is I had no... I'm, I even tried to explain myself, and it just didn't. I was probably six, seven years old. I remember uh, yeah. when I when I was quite a bit younger. Um, my little brother, who was on the episode last week, he for a, for a short period of time, he was a he was a swear word narc. I was starting to figure out swear words, and uh, you know, I called him a shithead or I called him a little shit or something one time. Mom, I remember specifically Isaac said once. Shit. No, it was with my dad. Actually, I was oh. my dad didn't care, but I was at my dad's and with my brother and we were playing around the yard and I called him a little shit or something. And instantly my brother's like, dad, Isaac called me shit. My dad just came out. was like, watch your language. He, <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't very much for punishment on those sorts of things. Yeah. But wow. my mom, she definitely did the soap in the mouth. She would actually put, uh, she would actually run a toothbrush over a bar of soap and then make me brush my teeth with soap. Oh man. Not That's... obviously extensively, but no, you know, but get a little bit but... of soap in your mouth and, and it, especially with a toothbrush and it would stick in the taste would stick in your mouth for a couple minutes. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember who I think, I think I had a friend. I don't know who it was. I, it wasn't me, but I think I had a friend whose parents would do liquid soap and they'd put, they'd put fucking oh, like gross pump, a couple pumps of liquid soap in their mouth. Just... Did you get, did you get spanked as a kid? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So how sure. did, how, do you think that fucked you up or do you think that that no. built you, it built character in you for like, turned, you know, <laughs> being, being respectful of elders and watching your mouth and stuff. Cause I specific, like this is in order to like get context. I Isaac remember just, going, Isaac just spanks his son all the time. Oh yeah. My two year old. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Spanking. <laughs> um, no, I'm just curious. Cause I, well, obviously we don't spank our kid, but we, we, it's kind of the thing right now, right? Like it's not like that's a thing of the past. You don't hear people say that they spank their children it's sort of frowned upon and hushed and whatever. And it's like, but that's how we all grew up. Our, our age group, we all grew up getting spanked and it wasn't, I don't think that my being punished with spanking or whatever was in any way, shape or form, you know, excess, excessive in any, at any time. And it really, for me, what I think of it, I think of it as it, it taught me like respect. Cause if I ever got spanked, it was because I was doing something extremely disrespectful. So I learned from that situation and from that type of punishment that there's consequences for using improper language or being disrespectful to, to people, you know, parents or elders or older kids or whatever. And there was even like older kids that I would cuss out or whatever when I was a little kid. And then I'd get beat up because, you know, I remember one time I was out playing in the snow and this, these two girls, they walked by, I think I was playing with, in the snow with like my brother or something. And these two girls walked by and, and one of them said something to me and I said something, I swore at her or something. And she like, gave me a face wash like she just came over and like face washed me in the snow and then i went home crying because i was like nine and my mom girl yeah straight up (laughs) and then my mom was like well what did you say and i was like well i said this and she goes well maybe you don't do that next time i was like yeah point taken i don't know what is what is your what is your idea of that what do you think well well, we turned punishment well corporal punishment i've done it there's a fine line between you know getting a spanking when i was a kid and you know, my it didn't happen to my dad, but it happened to some of my friends' parents, where their parents would go make them cut a a branch off a tree and come home to get whipped. You know, so there's a fine line between spanking go pick and a, go pick go, your switch. Go pick your. I'm not kidding. My friend Sean, his dad made him or his grandpa made his dad go cut a switch. And if it wasn't big enough, then he would go get. Then his grandpa would go get a bigger one. I feel like the bigger the branch, the better. The smaller the branch, the more it feels like it would whip. whip. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But as a kid, you don't understand that. Um, no, I 
we made spanking a joke at our house. It kind of it kind of ended when my mom tried to spank my brother. Two two things happened. Once one, I believe it was a plastic spoon, broke on my bro. On my, she broke one on my brother <laughs> uh, because he flexed. And then another time, she went barehanded. He flexed. No, but listen, he, she went <laughs> just, barehanded. I'm just- I'm just picking, I'm picturing Ryan like squeezing his ass cheeks and snapping a fucking plastic spoon. Oh no, it gets better. (laughs) It happened another time. And I don't know which one came first, but maybe the spoon came second because she tried to do it barehanded and he like not barehanded, but with her hand and he flexed and she popped a blood vessel in her hand. (laughs) (laughs) So she got significantly more hurt. That ass. Trying to spank my brother. Yeah, dad ass Ryan. Good work, kid. Um I, I remember yeah. when I got old enough that I was I was strong enough to to hold doors shut. So I, I I remember one one specific incident where I said something and my mom went to the kitchen to grab the wooden spoon to give me a spanking and I ran to the bathroom and our bathroom door was close enough to the tub that I could sit on the floor with my back up against the tub and pin Legs. my feet up against the door and she couldn't oh, yeah. open the door. <laughs> All it did was make the the punishment worse because then she was mad. Oh and, yeah. Uh, then it ended up being, you know, a spank on the ass and a fucking mouthful of soap. But, you know. Yeah. No, I, to be, I'm going to be 100% honest. No, I, we, we have our spankings on Marshall. There hasn't really been spankings. It's more of a, you know, especially when he was in a diaper, it's usually a love tap and it's not like a punishment thing. Never was. It was kind of a joke. And so it's not even a real spanking, but still. Um, but no, every once in a while, we we try to find something when he just wouldn't listen. So we've we've done like if he pulled our hair, we would pull his hair back, um, and he hated it, so he didn't pull our hair anymore. <laughs> um, if he if he bit us, we would we would like very lightly bite him back. Um, I don't say we did that often. I think it was once or twice, but we, he he used to bite us a lot as a kid. Um, well, I would say as like a, as a baby. Sully yeah. did the same thing. Sully, yeah. Sully went through a, luckily a very short biting phase, but but, but it happens. for a while there he was he was biting, and our our choice was just if he if he bit because he's not really at that age he's not really understanding the only way that he can understand that, like you said, either like a light bite back, which we didn't do, but we did the just a light oh, pinch I'm on the all cheek, high and mighty. We didn't. Oh, okay, you we do like good. A, good. we do like <laughs> a little pinch on the cheek, which is essentially the same thing. But. Yeah. Well, and then and then I think there was one time like this last year where he did something, and I'm like, if you do that again, I'm gonna flick you. And then he did it, and then I'm like, if you do it again, I'm gonna flick you. And he did it. He did it like three or four times, and then I flicked him a little, you know, on the ear. <laughs> he just like he didn't cry or anything. He was just like, that hurt. Like, why? Why'd you do that, Dad? I'm like, because I he's told like, you oh, I was going fuck. to. He's like, fuck, Dad, that hurt. <laughs> That's. Do you remember? Yeah. Did your That's Uncle Joel happened. ever squeeze the shit out of your kneecap? Your oh, knee, probably. like the end of your knee. Those were the yeah. worst. He used to do that to me, like when I was a kid. And he, if I was being a smart ass, he would just like come over and he would just big ass hands and he would just grab right above my knee and just squeeze. And it's not like it really hurt. It's just like no, super it's, uncomfortable. It's a little pressure point thing. Yeah. Um, and well, there was like a, straightens you out right away. My uncle didn't do that. To, uh, my, it was my youth pastor and he didn't do that. You know, the hand thing, right? Where I'm trying to explain this over over the podcast airwaves. But if you take your hand and put it straight in front of you and have your fingers pointing straight up and your palm flat, and then you just curl the tops down, that, yeah, so the, both the, knuckles the last, are curled the in. The last knuckle. The last yeah. knuckle. So both hands are curled in, and then you and then you grab someone's hand that way over top, and you push their the tips of their fingers up into their own knuckles. It's a pressure point. And... My youth pastor used to do that to me if I was annoying him. <laughs> Just think about that. I used my, to do that to my brother. Yeah, but and I've I've gotten you to do it to me because I'm like, try it. He, I think he broke my hand. He didn't break my hands, but I think he broke me from feeling pain that way because you've squeezed <laughs> my hands hard. I'm like, try this, dude. And you've, I don't know if you remember that, but you've tried oh, it, yeah. and it doesn't really bother me. But you do that a tiny bit on someone else's hand, and they fucking feel it. It's, oh, yeah. it's crazy how, how that, but just thinking about that, I don't think a youth pastor could get away with, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not even crushing. It's, you're not going to break anything. It's just a pressure point. Um, yeah. but doing that to, a to a kid, I don't know. Now here's my question. 
and honest honest answer do you think that do you think that that type of punishment that we that we got when we were growing up and that being gone from from parenting now essentially um do you think that that is changing the way kids respect their parents or respect elders or respect older kids that they feel like they can get away with a lot more because they don't know or understand the repercussions on a physical level for being disrespectful or being mouthy? No, that's that. My answer is no to that. And here's why. Um, I think it has a lot to do with how parents are raising their kids. Um, I think that has more to do with not, not how they are punished, but how parents talk and how they're teaching how they're teaching their kids to be respectful exactly i think that is the biggest part my well i know a lot of kids most kids that i know especially out here i live in a small town so there's a lot of that small town vibe a lot of that you know good old boy you know i don't know if that's not the right way of saying it but you know what i mean small town polite mentality um and and i see it all the time with all these little kids being very very polite and there are some parents who are super – I know there's one kid, and I don't want to throw anyone at my wife's school, but there's one kid at the school who is kind of a dick, and then the teachers will tell the parent that the kid's being a dick, and then the parent's like, no, it's the other kid's fault. So there's parents like that, and that is – there always has been, and there's always been the kids that are kind of shitty because the parents don't understand – how kids should interact. So no, I don't think that kids nowadays are less um, respectful because they're not being punished enough. I think they are less respectful because they're being ignored more. Now, um, I was going to say, I just, I agree with you. I think, I think it just comes down to how your parenting, your parenting skills, you have to adapt and just use different, different types of, of, you know, different ways of parenting, different tools to, to just educate your child into understanding repercussions. Um, and if they don't, boy, I'm going to smack the shit out you. Shit. Where's my belt, boy? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I saw a video, I think it was on TikTok the other day. And it's like a class, a perfect example. Um, this kid. So for me, like, me and my wife, when, when our kid hits, like when he slaps or hits or whatever, we like to immediately just like talk him, talk to him and say, no, that's not okay. It's hitting's not okay. Like there's a time and place for hitting, but that's not, you know, this is when you're allowed to hit or whatever in this scenario, this scenario. Um, and this is not one of those times Like this is, you know, hitting's not okay at this time. Um, I saw this video and this kid was like straight up, like, gritting his teeth and like trying to like punch his dad and his mom and his dad, this mom and dad were just laughing about it. And then the kid comes over and like slaps this guy, hit this dad in the face, like super hard. And they just thought it was hilarious. And then he just like reaches his hand out and like smacks his kid onto the floor and they just laughed hysterically. And I'm just like, man, that kid is going to be like a pretty aggressive kid in my opinion. And I feel like that kid's going to fight and punch a lot of kids. Well, that's also just fucking stupid. I yeah, don't know. He's just being. It's just you, like you just triggered a, you know, me with that story. That, that just, you're just affirming, like affirming it, like giving it. Yeah. Like, you think it's funny? Okay, it's this is okay. Like you're telling your kid that essentially it's what? funny to hit or it's funny to get a reaction out of it. But right? it's not just that. It's the fact that they're fucking filming it that makes it even worse. Like put your phone and down putting, and spend and some time with your TikTok. kid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, first off, put your phone down just to hang out with your kid and talk to him about the fact that he's hitting you. Secondly, it's you know. I understand there are some funny shit kids do. It's great to get videos of it. It's it's something that we didn't have the the it's like a privilege. We didn't have that privilege when we were kids. Some kids had video cameras. They became people like, you know, Bam Margera who <laughs> videotaped everything, right? But <laughs> but but we the kids nowadays have that and the but the parents have it. And then when the parents do shit like that where it's like you know, filming some funny stuff is great. Filming some, filming your kids skateboarding or whatever. That's awesome because they're going to have that. They're going to have memories. They're going to be saved on the cloud somewhere and hopefully they can watch it later. But filming that kind of shit and putting it on, that's just, that's just irritating because not only does it make you look like a shitty parent, um, it makes you look like a shitty parent. So I'm, I, I saw I'm, another one, a similar thing, but the other way around, this woman, she made a video and she was like, um, I don't remember exact quotes, but along the lines of 
she's like, my kid's not going to grow up to be a pussy like all these snowflake kids out there nowadays. If my kids act out, I fuck them up. And then she like turns it into a song and she starts singing about it. And her like catch line in the song is like, if my kids fuck up, I fuck them up. It's like, cool. You're doing a great job. Hashtag winning. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag parent fails. Yeah. No, I just, it, you know, we don't, we don't need to get into that too much. Cause there's a lot of fucking dumb. The other side of it is, is parents that, I don't know. I don't, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, <laughs> either way, I'm stoked to watch my kid grow up. I'm not perfect at being a dad. No one ever is. All I can hope for in my life is that when my son is my age, we can talk about it with, about his kids and, and uh and and we have a relationship that's all i that's all i care about is that we have a good relationship with my kid growing up as we go um you get those times i don't think you're there yet isaac but there's times where marshall said things like you know i don't love you dad or or i love mommy way more than you or whatever and it kind of cuts deep but but the then reality is that they're they're just testing the boundaries of what they can do to 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 get under your skin and and you just go, okay. Or they're just completely honest because they don't have a filter. And they're like, in that specific moment, they're like, no, you're not my favorite. This one's my favorite or vice versa. So. Yeah. And I, so be it. I don't, ha- I don't have a problem being the bad cop now and then. So oh, it I'm, is what it is. We all thought that Michelle was going to be the bad cop and I was going to be the nicest pu- fucking pushover. And it's not the case at all at my house. <laughs> she, She is way more lenient than I am in so many ways but uh, that's what makes us a good a good team so nice yeah. anyway stoked to be a dad i love being a dad can't wait to continue being a dad <laughs> i'm already there and excited for anyone who's going to be a dad who is a dad yeah. and, and good good luck with the dads cuz um we sometimes we don't get enough credit sometimes we don't deserve it but sometimes <laughs> sometimes we don't get enough credit and i'm i'm giving credit to all the dads out there um, right on man yeah, what you you got anything else to add for today? No, I agree, man. Being a dad's fun. Get to get to see a little human being sh- take shape and and you know form personalities. It's a good time. And then we get to force them to be sports all stars. <laughs> I was gonna say I was actually one thing I wanted to say is one thing I'm I'm really selfish about is I I really hope there's like a few things that I want. And I've talked to the wife about it. I, there's a few sports or whatever that I want Sully to to try, and I'm really hoping that he gets into them. Um, if he doesn't like them, then so be it. But I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that he gets into it. Selfishly, I hope he I hope he likes certain things. So we'll see. Yeah, I've we same thing. I was like, I want my Marshall to be a drummer. I want him to be this or that. He'll be whatever he is because I've. When I tried to show him drums, he doesn't care, but now he'll go sit behind the drum kit sometimes and just play. Um yep. or or he'll beatbox upstairs or uh with 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 uh sports too. Like we've tried a couple different ones and he doesn't want to play hockey. Um his cousins all play hockey, he's talked about it, but he's just he doesn't like skating, so he doesn't do that. Uh baseball he wants to do, soccer he wants to do, so we're gonna do those and we'll see where it goes. Who knows, right? He might be pro someday. He's probably not going to at all and just enjoy his life as it is. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, rambling. Yeah, that was a circle. Big circle. Yeah, big right circle. All right. Well, on that note, it's a great time to end. Um, do you have a code word for the people today, Isaac? Oh, man, I got to do code word. All right. Um, code word. It's got to be something not like what Aaron said. No. Although I I did see a video today that was quite funny on those on along those lines. Um well let's just go with cunt. <laughs> God, I guess I gotta go with that. That's the funniest part of this episode probably. The code so. code word of the day. Perfect. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you, Isaac, for joining me on the uh on the old internet. Thank yeah, you buddy. everyone else for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week, right? Catch you next week. We'll yeah. probably have a special guest again next week. So. Oh, perfect. Back to the old uh, rigmarole. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye.